get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to episode 121 of the What Up, Though? podcast. Yeah, it's been a little while. Yeah, it's been a little while. A couple of weeks, to be exact. Yep. But life happens and shit. And Anyway, good to be back. Good to be back in the What Up, Though? studio. Yeah, back in the studio. Good weather today. Yeah, it's, uh, I think Saturday, was it last Saturday, I think, it got the warmest, like, sometime, like, mid six. Did it get warm, like, 60s on, that, on Sunday, too, though? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so... It's Michigan though, so you. I think you were saying with well, the next week is supposed to be snow again <laughs> or some it's shit. Supposed to get snow next Michigan week, is yeah. so weird like that, man. It really is. I don't know, but I'm I'm enjoying these uh in these days. I think it was Monday, man, because like when I saw when I stopped by your house Saturday, I mean Sunday, I was feeling okay, man. Monday, I just felt shitty as hell. Like man, I can't miss a fucking third week of fucking podcasting. But I woke up this morning straight, so I was like, the show must continue, I guess. Yeah. So, and, uh, uh, so like you was feeling weird. How like like I was feeling like a head cold. Oh, okay. But um, well, it, I, I take it back. I go back to Sat Saturday. I was uh I was vacuuming and I emptied the little container and the dust started fucking with me. So I started sneezing like crazy Saturday. But then that was it. Mm-hmm. Sunday I was straight and then Monday I just started having like these these worse like you know my head is like really congested and stopped up and shit. <laughs> He's covered up dog fur and Cheetos and <laughs> man, whatever kind of other shit. It was, just, it was ridiculous, dog. And I'm like, man, covered I up Cheetos, Donald Trumps, right? Cheetos. Just start calling them. <laughs> so flaming Cheeto, hot Donald Trumps. Flaming hot. <laughs> <laughs> flaming <So>, hot Trumps. <laughs> so yeah. So Monday I I work and then go to class. Tuesday I was feeling like shit. Wednesday I was just okay. And then like I don't know, it was like miraculously today it was just like shit was gone. So I'm like good shit. So a lot of shit been going on the last couple of weeks. Um uh I so the All Star what'd you think of All Star Weekend? Sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Sucked. Yeah, I wasn't really uh wasn't really too uh too pleased with. I don't know if I watched anything. Fr- Friday was the uh Friday was a celebrity game and okay. a rookie game. Did you watch any of those? Yeah, um I had <clears throat> I didn't watch them at the time, but I recorded them, so I watched them Saturday after um so I had a bunch of people over for the weekend. Um it's like an annual tradition. Uh me and um a few people. Like usually I go to my best friend's house. He live in Lansing. I go. To, I've been going to his house for All Star Weekend for probably at least a good, at least fifteen years. Probably long. Yeah, probably almost. Yeah, definitely longer than that. Longer than fifteen years. Probably not twenty, but somewhere between fifteen and twenty years. I've been going to his house for All Star Weekend, and then when my son was born, I would still take him and his kid. His twins were born about three weeks before my son, so they are accustomed to seeing each other on that weekend as well. So, you know, with me getting the house uh, in September, I was like, you know, what better time for me to for me to finally host the All-Star Weekend get together. So he came down with just his twins. His other his other two kids are kind of like too old for that shit now. They're like both teenagers at this point. And I didn't expect them to come, but yeah, they didn't. But the twins came and then um, 
we had other people come through with their kids and uh we just had like a you know a little get together for the weekend they stayed overnight adults got drunk kids played and good times but um i we watched the saturday night stuff and then after the saturday night stuff the kids kind of you know fell asleep or whatever and then we stayed up and i, I replayed the friday stuff off the dvr so yeah we we watched it all i didn't i didn't have the full um rookie game i only had the second half but uh yeah saw everything else yeah i didn't catch any of friday stuff um I did watch the three-point contest and most of the dunk contest. Dunk contest was the worst shit ever. Uh, I, f- I forget which news outlet said it, but it was like, uh, I think it was the Glenn Robinson that won. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> Glenn Robinson won because they had to choose a winner. <laughs> like, no that was, one... Oh, it was a dunk contest. Dunk yeah, contest, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. dunk contest. Uh, and I'm just like, yeah, it was just... Like, who, who was the guy that tried the drone dunk? Uh, it was Aaron Gordon, right? It was Aaron Gordon, yeah. yeah. And... So if he, for for those who didn't watch it, you probably had a, a much better time. Whatever you were doing, could have been sleeping. It was probably a way better time. But uh, so he wanted to try this this dunk. So he grabs this remote. It's like to and you know he has something coming out. And this fucking drone in the sky in the dome comes down with a basketball. And so he's pretty much supposed to drop it, catch the oop, dunk it. Well, mm-hmm. three times fucking later. And he just didn't get it. At that point, I'm like, after the second time, after the first time, it's over. The yeah, thrill is done. Yeah. There's nothing else to show. But he tried it two more times and still didn't get it. So it was just a fucking whack ass, whack ass attempt. And that pretty much. And he and he was my money bet for the show because he was phenomenal last year and should have won and didn't. But he had an amazing showing last year. So I'm thinking like, okay, he about to set it off. And he had creative dunks like he had dunks that he could have won it with if he was able to put them down on the first try but he wasn't so he ended up out in the first round and then like you said it was kind of like the finals was like okay so we got to have a winner so i didn't even watch the whoever finals. don't whoever sucks the least that, that, uh, that's pretty much what it is. Winner. sucks the least pretty much i didn't like i said i didn't watch the finals i was watching outside i had my laptop watching on the uh in the patio table, man, I packed my shit up. I was just like, I'm going <laughs> in the house. I'm like, fuck. I ain't even try to watch it once I got in the house. I was just like, I'm straight. This oh, is yeah, shit. you didn't miss anything. Well, I would say that the dunk that he ultimately won with was nice. Okay. But so that gave it a little bit more, uh, I can't say satisfaction, but like if he, had, it was one of those situations where he needs a 44 to win. So it's like you could pull together a mediocre dunk and win. So it would have been a complete epic failure if he pulled together a slightly above average dunk and won just off getting the bare minimum amount of points that you need to win. But he pulled off, I would say, a legit 50 dunk. So at least he won with a legitimate dunk. But other than that, it was like, mm, eh, whatever. Too many many times with guys missing two, three times in a row, and they put down the dunk on the fourth try, and it's like, okay, who cares at this point? So... Yeah, I was just like, I don't know, man. That, that weekend has become so just lackluster, lackluster to me um, over the years. I just, I didn't have shit else to watch, so I watched it. But I feel if I had something else I could have been doing, I probably just would have did it just because I, I, just, I haven't looked forward to that weekend. Like, I guess for you, significance, you know, you hang with your friends and stuff yeah. like that. Y'all been doing that for a while, so you just kind of do it. But I was just like, eh, whatever. I was just enjoying the fact that it was nice outside. Did you watch the actual All-Star game? Mm-hmm. 
So that that to me is the most interesting aspect of the of the weekend because there was a lot of people who came out of the weekend like I'm not watching this shit no more because the All Star game was like the All Star game for the past several years has been like not really too much defense. Like we're just gonna you know go out here and have fun. But this year was completely devoid of defense. It was like all it was was alley-oops it was like okay now we're alley-oop on this end alley-oop on that end which is entertaining for a little while but i think the thing that interests me the most about it is that when the game is played seriously a lot of people i I remember a lot of people feel like it was boring and then now people are saying they're not gonna watch anymore because they didn't have no defense and i'm like so what do y'all really want Uh, i i i I don't know i was kind of confused by what people want I, i i thought it was at least entertaining to see like wild ass dunks and shit. Cause like the dunks in the all-star game was better than the dunks in the dunk contest. Yeah, but I, I mean, I are you uh, sitting watching the all-star game looking for like, who's the guy Cavs that, versus warriors? Like, right. I don't know. Who's the guy? Uh, uh, he had the long, they call him the Greek freak or the, Gre- don't ask me to say his name. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I try all weekend to get his name and I, I, I can't. I don't can't know. do it. I don't even. I don't even know. I didn't even look his name up. This was just a random. So I didn't. Even it's a bunch it. of consonants. Don't worry about it. And I was like, yes. It's just like fuck it. We gonna call him the Greek freak. But it was uh, Black Thought got his name right, and he got it flawlessly right when they <laughs> called him, dude. Okay. Uh, man, side note, the Roots get some of the best fucking gigs ever, dude. They like, really do. Like I, I, you know, I, I always hate the, you know, the whole term of, you know people being underrated because i feel like the roots aren't underrated they're rated as one of the best groups ever yeah so, i'd say they're properly they're properly rated yeah they're yeah. properly rated and i just but and i just like to see them in shit like when they started doing jimmy Fallon, i'm like that's so fu- so fucking dope dude mm-hmm. uh, but they get some of the coolest fucking gigs and shit so yeah. that was kind of cool but yeah it's i mean i don't know people want you know they they i don't know if you the all-star game there's no all-star game in any fucking uh sport that plays defense no i mean it's something lesser there but <clears throat> i still would watch uh a nine scoring 300 point nba game than a fucking pro bowl like i'm not even turning to the channel like fuck the pro bowl first of all the pro bowl is stupid because is they i swear to the people say they probably no people no one will watch it if it was after the Super Bowl. But the problem is that you got people who's going to the Super Bowl who don't even participate in the Pro Bowl because it's the week before and they don't want to risk injury. Right. So then you got people who's voted and they don't even they don't even uh, participate in the shit. I yeah, I think that's one of the the, the worst ones. I like I said, I literally don't even turn to the channel. Like and it's I disappointing because the Pro Bowl has the the ability to be the like most entertaining shit ever. But mm-hmm. it's customarily a snooze fest, Man. and the the All Star game this year, and it, the pretense for what they do is having fun and entertaining the fans, and it's always it seems like the fans are never satisfied. I don't really know what the fans want. Like I typically for me, the actual All Star game itself is the least interesting thing of All-Star Weekend. That's always been my stance for the entirety of the time that I've been watching All-Star Weekend. From a kid to now, All-Star Saturday was always the most entertaining part, and the game itself was like an afterthought. But 
I don't know. I, I kind of just wonder what people want out of that game now. Because when it was solidly played and contested, people said it was boring. So now the NBA is like, well, let's make it fun. Let's make it fun for the fans. And now it's like almost like a an all-star dunk contest. And then people are like, oh, they didn't play any defense. I, I had to turn it off after the first quarter. I'm like, what the fuck do y'all want? Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't really know what people want. I I, I, I don't care regardless, but I'm, I'm just curious about what people expect from it at this point. And especially with this in the day and age with the NBA right now, like these guys, they, they don't care about defense. They're not, even if it was, uh, the goal was to be competitive. A lot of these guys don't play defense anyway. Yeah. So, so it, it's not, I don't know. I don't know what they expect. All I do is I just watch it just because basketball is on and I got people over and we're drinking and having a good time and we can drink and watch dunks. And I mean, shit, that's it. That, that's and it had the added drama of the whole Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant situation. But even nothing really came out of that either. No, nah, so. I mean, I don't, I don't even think they even addressed each other. Like I never seen no pounds. I mean, you know, uh, they had uh, their moment, and um, and everybody Durant, asked him about it. Durant threw him the assist, and you know, they 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 both downplayed it. And I mean, I think it's just it was just extra anyway. You know, it was like soon as so. Like, what do you expect Durant to do? <clears throat> to like see that it's Russell Westbrook and then like palm uh, the ball like oh no fuck that shit not, <laughs> like, not him not like, him. Yeah, he's not gonna give. <laughs> He's not gonna give it to the media like that. But you see, like, but you see, so you know, so Westbrook uh, wasn't a starter, so he came to the game. And it was like more on that later because I have comments on that. But go oh, ahead. Okay, and the the commentary was like, "Wait, is Durant staying in the game? Oh, he's staying in the game. He's on the floor at the same time." I'm like, "Are you fucking serious? Why are y'all making this such a fucking a fucking show, man? This is not. That's not what you we're watching the hey, fucking." Hey, man. To be perfectly honest. There was a point where I was sitting there, like, not in the game, but, like, prior to the game, wondering, like, because I saw a a tweet that was posted by some NBA person, and it showed that um, the whole West squad was on one end of the court working out, and Westbrook was on the other end by himself working out. Like, he refused to work out on the same end of the floor as Durant. And then I think James, it's just a weird fuck. James think, Harden came down there out of pity, like, "Okay, I'm a, uh, I'm gonna shoot around with you, dog." And I, so then at that point, I'm like, "Are they gonna play them at the same time?" Like, like I, I, I was like, "Is it gonna?" I figured they would. I feel like if they didn't play them at the same time, that would have been the story. That would have been 100 would have been. So the story. you gotta, you have to play them at the same time. You know, you, I, you can't. You know, I don't think as a coaching and stuff, you can't let that shit. You know, be the focus of the of the fucking game. So they had to play him, but I don't know. I, I mean, I'm glad it just it, it turned out to be much of nothing, and the game continued or whatever. So, so uh, circling back to um, Westbrook not starting, I've I've always been anti fan voting, and fan voting has been to me just like a scourge on the All Star game because the fans are fucking idiots, and I always say like. <laughs> People, humans in general are fucking idiots. So if you're asking humans to determine to make like valid decisions and shit like that, you're you're putting yourself in a bad spot because they're going to make the wrong decision because they're dumb. And so what they did this year is they said, okay, we're going to take the fan voting down a notch and we're going to make it so that the players can vote too and the fan voting would be a factor. And the fan voting was so fucked up that despite the fact that Russell Westbrook was the number one vote getter among the players, 
for Western Conference guards, the fans voted him something weird like third or fourth or some shit for some reason. And the way the, I guess the math worked out, he still didn't get a starting spot. I'm like, the fans are so stupid that despite having less leverage, they still fucked it up. Like, like this is horrible. How does he have arguably one of the best first halves ever of a season and still doesn't get the start because the fans are just that stupid? Like, I, I, I really hate fan voting. Like, we need to just cut it out. And the whole idea is that the All-Star game is for the fans, right? So, like, we, oh, we want the fans to vote it in. But the fans don't know shit. Like, they don't know what they're doing. Like, the fans will fucking vote in a nigga that's been retired for 10 years if they if they had the option. Like, the fans just don't know. Like, Dude, they're just that's dumb. Fucking retarded. Like, how do you average a triple-double over nearly 50 games or possibly 50 games and you are not voting a starter even after the fan voting has less of an impact? Like, oh, my God, they're so stupid. Like, why do they keep, like, historically – Fans will vote in guys who didn't play the whole first half just based off name recognition. Like, why are you even voting at that point? Like, if you haven't watched to the point that you don't even know that the guy you're voting for hasn't played a single game. Like, there's been guys who have had to, like, say, like, I, I'm like I'm injured. I can't fucking play. Like, I don't know how I was voted a starter. I haven't played, but <laughs> I was somehow voted a starter. Like, what are you doing? Like, you can't vote in a guy as a starter, like, by accident. No. This is millions of people who are voting for a guy. It ain't, it ain't like played. one vote was like, oops, we got him in. Like, no, yeah. there are tons and tons this of This is millions people. of people who voted for a guy who has not played. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, the fan voting, it has to end. And I don't see I don't see the fans having... If, if, if the NBA said, okay, we're done with fan voting, there'd be a small backlash, but I kind of feel like how much of a backlash can you have when you get it wrong every year? Like every year you fuck up. So are you really going to well, complain about that's that? That's funny. Cause that's what you remember when Yao Ming was in the league, he got voted damn near every year because the whole fucking cause uh, China voted. <laughs> China. <But> like, <laughs> yeah. That's just off sheer numbers. Yeah. The sheer numbers, but and it like, wouldn't matter man. if he was shitty or not. He was getting in every yeah. fucking time. But like I, I don't know, I'm, I'm such a proponent of ending ending fan voting altogether. So I should just say coach voting, oh. or player player voting, or oh. coach voting, or both, or media, whatever. anything, anything would, other I, than fans. I don't yeah, care. I, about ants, say, I would take uh, any of those, but <laughs> crackheads. Anybody could do better voting than fan voting because the fans have no fucking clue. Fans will look like, oh, Dwayne Wade, yes, let's send him, let's send him in, and Dwayne Wade is like fucking like 12th man he's not but i'm saying like it could be a scenario where Dwayne wade is just like now like a, a role player and he doesn't do shit he plays like 12 minutes a game he has eight points a game and people be like oh Dwayne wade check him off like okay you guys don't know shit and i don't even watch no more really like this is easily the least amount of basketball i've ever watched in my whole life of the nba and i still knew just off watching like catching Sports Center in the break room that fucking Russell Westbrook is averaging a triple double. Like I don't even watch, and I know that Russell Westbrook should be a starter. How are you fan voting, and you don't, and you are voting for somebody other than the easily? He's an easy pick. It's not even like, well, I don't know, maybe Russell Westbrook. Maybe like, no, he clearly had the he's, best. He's first clearly half the, of the best season. first half, one of the best first halves ever. Like, how do you miss that? 
Like the fans are just they're just too stupid. Too stupid. You can't leave important decisions to stupid people. You just can't. So uh, I think this was an example, an, just another year where the fans have overwhelmingly shown that they are unqualified to pick the All Star game players. Yeah, I, I would love to, to change that shit. That shit's terrible, dude. And you Straight think about terrible. it, and you think about it too. Like All Star um, selections is something that's used to uh, like support a player's greatness, right? So you have like you know if you go on like Wikipedia and you look up a player, it'll say you know, this many championships, this many, all the awards that they won, and their all-star appearances. That's always a thing. And now we're, like, devaluing our all-star appearances, in my opinion. Like, there's guys getting voted into the all-star game that have no business being there. So you have a guy who has X amount of all-star appearances who really shouldn't have that many all-star appearances. And they're going up against guys who, back when it actually made sense, were earning their all-star appearances. Like it's supposed to mean something, and it doesn't really mean as much anymore if you're getting the deserving guys wrong and voting in guys ahead of them that are not deserving. Now, granted, an appearance is an appearance, whether you're a starter or not. Right. But at the same time, these are guys who are taking up spots that they don't need to have. They're guys that are filling spots that don't need to be there. It's 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 a shit show, and they need to they need to just put that shit in the hands of people who know what the fuck's going on. So leave it to the players, leave it to the coaches, leave it to the media, and leave the fans out of that shit, man. Especially if the fans don't even know what they want when they watch the fucking game. Like, they're dissatisfied no matter what happens. And you voting in all the wrong people, then you complain that the game sucks. Like, <sighs> sports are for the fans, but man, the NBA fans are dumb as fuck. Nah, I just want fans to attend, and that's it. I don't want to be voting no people in or nothing, because they make some horrible decisions. A.K.A. this first half of the season. There's no way in hell Westbrook should have been off the bench. I don't even like this motherfucker, man. You got me no. sitting here defending him. Right, right. <laughs> like, exactly. Like on. I'm not even a fan of, of him personally. I mean, he's playing awesome basketball. You can never take that away from him. But He scored and, and, 50 points in the game. Like, are you serious? Now, granted, that 50 points is devalued by the fact that it was an alley-oop contest. So it's not like he broke a Will Chamberlain record. And Will Chamberlain was played in an all-star game when the shit was actually fucking competitive and shit so him scoring we had two players score 50 points like that's not that's not indicative of like their talent level or the the level of of game that they brought to it it was just indicative of the fact that like Anthony Davis was like, "Hey, this is in my town. I want to MVP. I want to get MVP." So they say, "Hey, we're just gonna feed you oops all night." And then he gets fifty, whatever. I think it was like fifty-four, something like fifty-two. I don't know. When he got whatever he got, and it wasn't like he actually like balled out for fifty-four points. It was like, okay, let's throw nah, the home guy oops all day, and they were just tossing him to him, like yeah, let's you, you and let's it. not defend him. And it wasn't it wasn't like they were defending anybody. So no, like, like they were defending whoever anybody. got the ball passed to him more probably would have got it, no matter who it was. Mm-hmm. They could have made the decision to say, hey, we're going to make uh, Gordon Hayward MVP and just like threw him oops all day and he would have got it because nobody was defending and that's just what it was. So like the NBA All-Star Weekend is quickly becoming a joke and um, it it is set up to be like the best uh, uh like All-Star Weekend of the, of the sport of all four major sports, mm-hmm. but there's so much lost potential there. They need to get it together because it's it's ridiculous at this point. 
and they're trying to revamp it and trying to they try new shit all the time. They had their that experiment with the uh, where they did the uh, what was it called? I can't remember the name of it, but where they would have like um, like this shootout competition with uh, teams that represented teams in the NBA. And it would be like a Hall of Famer, a current player, and like a WNBA player. So you'd like you would have the San Antonio team, and it would be like a NBA player like Tim Duncan and then like a retired spur like David Robinson and then like a, uh, okay. a WNBA San Antonio player, whatever. Like they've tried all different kinds of shit. They had uh, years where they tried horse. Like they, they've tried all kinds of shit to make it legitimate. And I think what they just need to do at this point is one, leave the fans out of it. And then, and then two, just like put people where they belong, like have them do the things that suits them. Like, you know, and then it's also been lost by the fact that the top notch guys don't do uh, the dunk contest. Yeah, that's kind of whack. One thing I, th- I did think was cool Saturday was the uh, the old, uh, the the fundraiser they did, the shooting fundraiser for Craig Sager. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Although I wish I wish uh, Steph Curry uh, took Steph like four and seven half court shots. Right. I wish he. <laughs> what I just what? Why they did just have him shooting fucking threes? Shit, because he would have made them. Like you, you had some random ass half court shot. I mean, he's probably made a ton of them motherfuckers, and it just so happened that he missed all of the ones he took that day. But what was funny was seeing uh, Khaled fat ass out there hitting and shooting fucking threes and shit. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. I mean, uh, DJ, DJ Khaled is interesting to me. Because, like, DJ Khaled is, like, I think I saw some. He's, like, in his 40s. And, like, I always find it interesting when somebody in their 40s makes it. Right. Like, I don't know what he was doing prior to being DJ Khaled. Like, pri- like, and DJ Khaled, he's probably always been DJ Khaled. But, like, DJ Khaled, like, the recognizable star, per se. And, like, I mean, well, I, I, for him to, like, get on, especially in the, he got on in the rap game in his 40s. Like, we like, like a lot of I mean, guys I know that he are actually, in it. like, DJ for, I don't know for who, but I know he, uh, he DJ for someone. Like, yeah, but, actually, like, he wasn't, like, he wasn't DJ Khaled. He was like whatever he was doing. Now he's like a big ass star. Like he hit his peak in his forties, and I think I, that's interesting to me. Like that a guy, especially in a rap game, like the people who are still active in the rap game in their forties are people who started in their twenties. Right, right. Like yeah, you don't get on in your forties. Yeah, I don't know what the really the appeal came from him. Uh, but everybody fucking loves him though. So it's like yeah. I don't know. I don't know what what he really did. That's a good question. I don't know I what he smart. really did. I, I, I definitely would think he's smart. He he used social media to his advantage. He must be smart in the sense of like knowing how to uh, utilize social media to his advantage. Like I, I don't use Snapchat, so I don't know what he's like on there. But yeah, I know that's either. that's kind of like his claim to fame. Like he had his his musical shit that was kind of popping before, but his Snapchat is what set him off. And I'm, I'm curious on how you in your 40s get popping on snapchat to the point where it it aids your regular career i'm still trying to figure out how french montana got popular mm-hmm. like he's no he's no Khaled by far but he he, he doesn't even rap good no like, how do you become like this person who, who's featured on diddy shit and everything everybody else's and you're just a random you you don't you don't have anything to add to 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 music in a good way no clue. You're just there. I, I have no I, tell you. I have no idea how he's like like super popular. I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. None. So did you um Hold on. Okay, no. Did you um enjoy did the I? um 
You said you watched the three-point contest. Yeah. I missed the vast majority of the three-point contest. So how did that go? Like, was uh, it respectable? Because, like, I don't like... A lot of times the three-point contest is like the dunk contest. Like, you get a guy who wins just because he was, like, the least bad. Well, <laughs> like, uh... Like, I don't like guys I winning on, like, eight teams out in shit. the first round, I think. When he was last year's winner. But I don't know how long this has been going on that they can move the money balls at whatever uh, shot they want to take. So this year, and I'll, it could be going on longer. I haven't really paid much attention. But you could sit your you could you have a whole row of money balls, and you can put your money balls at any shot you want. Mm-hmm. So you know, guys are probably the more the shot that they think they would hit more of, they would put it at that position. It's fairly recent. Yeah, because I, I don't re, I don't recall that in you know past. Uh, back years. Yeah, I, but, c- I uh, couldn't tell you when, but it's fi- they've been doing it, but it's fairly recent. I mean, but the thing is, like, how fun can three point shooter really be, though? Like, <laughs> it just—it's it, good when you have good shooters. Well, you in got it. good shooters. Yeah. Like, if you like the three point shooter, like, okay, so give you an example. When I walked in, right, so a bit of backstory. Like I mentioned, um, we recorded two weeks ago. I, my bronchitis was like coming down to where I felt like. I can record the podcast, but I'm not going to smoke. So I, I didn't have a cigar, but we recorded the podcast two weeks ago. But I still had the bronchitis kicking. I had the bronchitis for probably about close to three weeks, maybe about two and a half. And um, I didn't I didn't smoke or anything like that. And it came down and I'm like, all right, cool. So I can smoke or whatever. So I felt I, I felt able to smoke a cigar maybe like the Thursday prior to All-Star Weekend. So All-Star Weekend starts on Friday. I knew I had people coming on Saturday. I probably could have got away with smoking on Thursday. But I was like, I'm not going to smoke no cigars so I can make sure that I can have a cigar on Saturday. The way Saturday played out, there was a lot of shit going on to where I wasn't able to find a free moment until 8 o'clock, which is when All-Star Saturday started. So I was like, you know what? I haven't had a cigar in three weeks. Fuck All-Star Saturday. I'm going to have the cigar. If it takes me an hour and a half, I don't give a fuck. So I smoked it, and by the time I finished, it was starting the final round of the three-point contest. And when I came in, um, I think, was it Kyrie Irving and, uh, fuck, I can't remember who I was in it. Yeah, I can't recall, but I, I caught the 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 final the final round. And what was the what was your original question? Because I lost I lost it. As far as the three point. Yeah, you were just something about the. Oh, I, I was saying that um, the three point contest used to be all like dudes who were like legit shooters, right? right? So the shit would be mad competitive. And when I came in, um, my boy told me that. Uh, that Clay Thompson got eliminated, and the, like I think the round that I saw, uh, the end of the round that I saw, like a guy advanced with like a fairly a fairly low, low amount, and I was like, you know what's missing from the three point contest? And like I said, me and him have been watching All Star Weekend together for almost twenty years. <laughs> I was like, you know who needs to be in a uh, three point contest, right? And he was like, Pager, and like <laughs> I, because that would be my thing, like. When Pedro Stoyakovich was in a three-point contest, that was my guy. Like, I was, like, mad Pedro Stoyakovich. Like, this is my guy. And, like, anytime he would come out, I'd just be like, Pedro! Like, and he would just, like, nut up. And I would say that even when I would be watching Kings games. I'd be like, Pedro! Like, Pedro Stoyakovich is my dude. And as soon as I said that, he knew I was talking about Pedro Stoyakovich. 
And like to me, that was like the last time that that shit was good. Like that shit would be stacked with like legit shooters. How long been retired? <clears throat> I couldn't tell you. It's been a long time. But like that at that time was the last time where I felt like the three point contest was competitive to the point where anybody could win. All these guys are gonna bust like a smooth twenty at least, and you would win by being the guy who knocked down the most shots, not the guy who just so happened to have more than all the guys who also missed a bunch of shots. Right, right, right. So, like, even the three-point contest is kind of diluted because it's, like, too many guys in it who are just, like, I guess, like, they're okay three-point shooters in the games, but when it comes to the actual, I guess, pressure of the three-point contest, they can't perform. And you get guys winning with, like, 18, 19 points and shit like that, and it's not... That's not entertaining. You don't want to see... A, it's just like the dunk contest. You don't want to see a guy win because... He scored more points than the other guys who sucked, and so that's kind of what you just wanted to be that's competitive. What that's come to. Hey, you wanted to be competitive. Yeah, it could be it could be a great competition again if it was stacked with people who are going to perform. And you left with guys like when well, you had guys like Steve Kerr in it and fucking Larry Bird and moving forward to like like Page and shit like that or Ray Allen, guys like who are going to come out and like might hit a smooth twenty four points and shit like that. It's way more entertaining. It's like, okay, Ray Allen's got 24. Now Paige Stoyakovich is up. Can he hit 25? Like, the shit's interesting. And then, like, Paige Stoyakovich knocking him down. It's like, okay, he's right. got 23. He's yeah. got a money it, ball left. It, oh, what's going to happen? It's not like guys are winning because <laughs> other guys suck and he just, you know, lucked up on some shots. It's because, you know, they're really competing. You know what I'm saying? And, now and it's that's not- what I missed about year, years past. Now it's not interesting to the point where it's like, <clears throat> you need 18 to win. And it's like, okay, is this guy going to get 18? Well, if, if Peyton Stoyakovich needed 18 to win, he's got that shit on three racks. Right. Like, like, so it's ball And game. he would actually hit it in his early racks. And by the time he got to his last rack, he just throwing up shit just because cause he actually hit that shit. It wasn't like he had to, like, get the last ball and get 19 and shit. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I had such a thing for Peyton Stoyakovich back then. But because like, nobody's going to be like Peyton Stoyakovich is the best three-point shooter. And, but like... I and I thoroughly enjoy watching Paige Stoyakovich at three point contests every fucking year, man. He was my shit, dog. I I may I don't know if I bought a Paige Stoyakovich jersey. I'm pretty sure I did, but I was that big of a fan. <laughs> like, but I was a fan of the Kings in general at that time. They had Chris Webber, they had Mike Bibby. That was like a a real a real entertaining fucking team, and that was I, I could go on for a long time about that that Kings team. But I'm gonna spare our uh, non-NBA fan <laughs> listeners. But I could I could go on for a long time about that King scene. But um, yeah, man, All Star Weekend's kind of lose it's it's losing it. And I thought it was coming back because I thought last year was dope, but it's it's falling off, man. And what we've always been saying about the dunk contest in particular is that it needs the, it needs the stars. You can't have these notes like they had a fucking MBGL guy in that bitch, dog. Like you can't, you can't have oh, fucking nobodies in the that dude, shit. The dude, he played like twelve regular minutes or something. Yeah. In and he actually was doing, he was doing decent in the beginning. Well, I yeah, thought he was, he, he was I doing thought good, he was but actually, I was like, man, they gonna let a motherfucker who ain't played a whole fucking game in the NBA yeah. win the fucking dunk contest. Yeah, you you can't have that. Like the dunk contest has always lived on. I can't even say always at this point because the dunk contest has been like a. A joke for the most part for at least a good 10 years like there's, there'll be a good year splattered in but for the most part the dunk contest has been a joke for a long time ever since like i would say early 2000s when vince carter was doing it 
So man, that shit was so dope when they were man. in it, man. Ah, oh, man. Like I don't even have days. I don't have to go back to like Dominique Wilkins. Although some of my favorite ones was Jordan and Dominique going head to head and stuff. But you don't even it, need to go back. That's to what I'm saying. You don't even have like, to go back that far. You can go back to like I say, Vince Carter. Like Kobe's done it. Trace Kobe. McGrady did it. Vince Carter, like, like. We we got out of that to Shit, where guys when, uh, got too intimidated. What was a little short it. dude from New York, Robinson? Nate Robinson. Uh, Nate Robinson was actually dope as fuck. Yeah, and which really which automatically reminded me of like Spud Webb in the uh, contest mm-hmm. years ago. But yeah, it, it, the competitiveness is really is really gone, and I don't know why it's not there. Um, but I would love to see that that come alive more, just more competitiveness. You know, I think the dunk contest seemed like people they. They try so hard to to be out of the box versus having just solid dunks. That's kind of it's, and yeah. everybody want to jump over some fucking body. Like how many people can you really jump over? You know what I mean? Like it's 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 been done. You know what I mean? But and at the same time, you got to be creative because you know it's been a lot of years. A lot of shit has been done. You know. So yeah, I miss oh. Sean Kemp, man. Sean Kemp, the Buffalo Bills at the dunk contest. Like Dude. to give you guys. Uh, some perspective because I know a lot of our listeners probably don't know the Buffalo Bills had a run of what was it four straight lost Super Bowls mm-hmm. and uh, Sean Kemp had the same thing Sean Kemp was one of the best in-game dunkers in basketball and he would consistently have fire-ass dunk contests but he would always fuck up at the end and not win so like Sean Kemp had I think I believe four straight no win dunk contests but Sean Kemp is um, one of my personal favorite dunkers I, I tell you what, I think it's going to continue to be whack until LeBron actually joins the fucking dunk contest. Which will never happen. Which, so is, yeah, which is probably... And I have no idea. Why, why do you think he, he won't get into the dunk contest? Because it's too much of a hit to his brand. If he goes into the dunk contest and he doesn't win, it's a hit to his brand. And I, think, that's, I think at this point, people just want to see it. I think early in the years, early years, I think maybe it would have been... Something of detrimental or something maybe to him, but at this point in his career, I mean, what he's maybe gonna play maybe five more years. Maybe he feels like he don't have the creativity to win it anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I always thought that was some fuck shit. So, um, like, excuse me. I had another NBA related topic that I wanted to talk about, but it's not so strongly related to NBA that I need to go into it right now. And we spent a smooth half hour on the All Star weekend, so. Um, let's, uh, move on to something else. So I got, since we didn't record last weekend, I got two voicemails from Baylor and then, uh, Jeff sent us a, uh, he sent us a video a YouTube. Yeah. So, um, let's play our feedback. Uh, what do you want to do first? You want to do the emails or you want to do the, uh, Jeffson's, uh, is fresh. Yeah, I can. You, you said you was about to do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in it. And I can. Okay, yeah. Okay, you can go ahead and cue it. And up we haven't watched it, so we're not sure what he's talking. He about. He sent it literally about five seconds he after like, I hit record. Are y'all recording? Cool. And then I said, like, "Here, alert, come on the phone." Yeah. Uh, I'm getting it together right now. It's short too, so. Okay. Because I know you're starting to record. I want to get this over to you. A um, couple things. Uh, first off, Mike, congratulations. Five years left to 40, you old-ass nigga. You joining the club with the rest of us. Wait, um, what did you say? Otis, damn, dog. Remind me never, ever, ever to piss you off on social media. Because the way you went off, went in on this divorce chick is kind of scary. Like, you're going to push that bitch to suicide if you keep fucking on her like that, dog. Oh, um, Betsy DeVos. I've been but on a serious note. 
Are you talking about your birthday? I keep hearing y'all talk about this weight loss thing that y'all on and this thing that y'all doing with y'all's wives and stuff. So I want to throw this out there. If you can get your wives together on a Saturday or a Sunday, come holler at me at the studio. I do a salsa class, work y'all out for about an hour, hour and a half. Um, free of charge, you can even bring two more couples because I know you said you was in a group. We'll call it a sponsor for the podcast. So if you want to do some weight loss stuff, like I said, holler at me, set a date up. We'll get in the studio, do some dance stuff for about an hour, hour and a half. I'll see if I can get my girl to come in and do some Zumba stuff with y'all and um, just get a workout in and break into it that way. And in that way, y'all can work out on your date nights or not date nights, whatever you decide to call it, and um, make it something fun and it won't actually feel like work. So like I said... If you want to do it, holla at me. Um, I'll knock it out for you. My studio's in Westland, so it's not that far. We'll go from there. Peace. Um, so, uh, so uh, it's funny because uh, Jeff is—he's one of the one of the Twitter people that he won't be on Twitter active. But when he does come back, he replies to everything he's missed. <laughs> yeah, he does do that. <laughs> so usually if I see his alert from him, I know he, I'm probably going to get like two or three more alerts because he's just going through his timeline. Yeah. So uh, right around the time that Bessie DeVos was being uh, picked for the uh, edu- uh, head of education. I was going to ask you to explain what he was talking about. I was like, what are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, and I was DeVos? just tweeting her just because she was the fucking uh, cunt Bitch. face. Yeah. And I just you say cunt face? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I think uh, that's acceptable. Yeah, I, uh, that. I just couldn't understand like how in the fuck did they decide to keep the, to pick that woman? It was just I was just amazed, dude. And so that was kind of that. But um, to his last thing about the whole salsa thing, I'm definitely down for that. I think my wife will be too. Um, we've been trying to figure out ways to just have, because one working out right now it's just not fun at all. And me and my wife were talking about things we could really do, but the thing we so we have a gym membership and we don't even use it. And so we like, I, I told her I want to cancel the gym membership and then just get shit at home that we could do. And so that's my plan. I'm about to change. We doing some, some um. So reorganizing. Uh, and so we go to the upstairs room. We go bring our computer back up there. And then um, <clears throat> I think I'm going to get like some, some weight sets and shit like that. And uh, try to get that going. Just some fun, man. Well, well, oh, no, go ahead. <clears throat> so that was that. Um, I forget some of, oh, I think other shit he said was pertaining to you. But, yeah, he mentioned yeah. something about me being old or something. Yeah, I think it was like a late happy birthday or something. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I, my birthday was a month ago. But then again, we probably only recorded one. Yeah, actually, so yeah, we probably so. only recorded one podcast. Yeah, my we probably did. So I, I, I had the, I get the bronchitis shit, and then we had one, and then I took another week off. So yeah, we probably only recorded maybe one podcast in my birthday. Yeah. So thanks, thanks for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm 35 now. Um, I I entered 35, and all I thought about was halfway to 70. That was all I thought about. Halfway to 70. <laughs> halfway to 70. Halfway to 70. That's all I think about. But I could say, as shabby as I look right now, like because I'm. I be, I've gained weight. I'm like tired all the time, and I like I'll, I'll look at myself in the mirror sometimes. I'm like, man, you look mad sleepy. Like, but despite all that, I do know that I still don't look my age. Like, it still kind of throws people off. I'm like, I'm 35. Like, they're like, what the fuck? So it still throws people off. So I'm happy about that. So whenever I get back in shape, I look forward to telling people that I'm in my late 20s again. But um, Woo-hoo. 
as far as what he said about um the dance shit, I can testify that that shit is no hoe. And I no, I haven't talked about it on the podcast before, but I used to do ballroom dance uh classes and shit like that. And I was heavy into it for a while. Um I'll say by probably like a good couple years, like I was heavy into like ballroom dances. So I already got like a little bit of background on it. And I can say like, even when it's simple, it's still, it is still kind of like a, a decent workout. Like I would be in the, in the classes sweating. Like it was, it was legit. Um, so I think I, I like that idea. I'm definitely willing to take him up on that. I yeah, know my wife too. would be down. Yeah, and, my wife would be down as well, so we need to set that up. Yeah, I think we should do that because I think that'll be a good time. Like, I would love to, I would love to do that, and I know my wife would dig it, and I know it is a good workout, so I'm, I'm down to do that for sure. And then, like, like you say, you know, he said he'll, you know, free of charge or whatever, and I'd be down to do that, you know, free of charge for one, and you know, hey, I mean, if it works out, like yeah, the rest we of can make it so. a thing. It's like we ain't broke as fuck. Like we gonna take advantage of him and shit. So like we could work it out and you know make it you know go to his class and pay whatever. Like I paid. Like I might bring up some cigars the first time and then. Uh. Yeah. All <laughs> right. I paid like when I was doing it. I paid. Um, I want to say ten dollars a class, and I would go once a week, and then, I got to a point where, I was pretty solid with all the basic shit. So I started taking private lessons. Uh-huh. And I think that was maybe like $15, $20 a session. And I'll go to like dude's crib and he would show us like advanced shit. I think it was like 20 bucks. And he would show us advanced shit. But my problem with it is my memory is so garbage. I would never remember the moves. And then I bought like, <laughs> and then he put out like a DVD of like all the moves and shit and like how to do it and shit. And then like I, lost it I, I got loaned it to somebody and they never gave it back or i lost it but i never had the dvd anymore and it got to a point where i was kind of like man you should make that shit downloadable online dog like what are we talking about here but i don't know i don't really know dude like that like if i see him if i see him around i can say what up to him theoretically but it's been so long since i've talked to him i don't even really know but my boy dot dodie uh has dodie been on the podcast no yeah, i don't like- think so uh, Dodie is like heavy, heavy into it. Like Dodie was in doing it when we were like, like that time when I was into it, we all did it together and Dodie ran with it. So, um, I'm sure Dodie could teach a class at this point if he wanted, but, um, yeah, I, I'm down for doing that. As far as, um, what was the other thing he said? He mentioned, oh yeah, you and DeVos. Okay. So yeah, like, yeah, I'd be down to do that, man. So yeah, we should definitely try to make that happen, man. I, I'm down. Westland is a little bit of a hike, but I'm accustomed to Westland. So hey, fuck it. If I can go to fucking cigar bar in Westland, I go for some uh, active shit. So make it fuck. a deal. Like right. we can go and do ballroom we, dancing or salsa go. dancing, but and you we, also gotta hit us a couple right. of cigar bar. Like let's drive separate. When, when, <laughs> 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 Meet me out at the dance Meet, studio in two right, hours. Right, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you you want to do? Uh, 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 Baylor's, Baylor's emails. emails? Yeah, 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 let me uh, let me put him up. I already be prepared for him, him and his fuckery. Uh, so he sent one prior to, uh, just after the last time we recorded, which was two weeks ago. So this may be sl- the first one, may be slightly dated, but uh, we'll play the first one and then we'll play. He sends another uh Monday, and we'll play that one as well. So I'll queue up the one from last week and see what he has to say so 
you know, just listening to the last episode and um, listening to the last part when you was touching on, uh, when you was talking about your experience uh, meeting Isaiah Thomas and things like that. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. So before I even go on with this, to be perfectly honest, I was kind of faded at that point. I don't remember talking about the shit. And I had mad folks hit me up like, nigga, was you crying? Like, I'm like, I, like, I know that I wasn't because I feel like if I was, you would have, like, lit into me at the time. So, like, I, and I know that I just don't, I have malfunctioning tear ducts. I don't cry. But, like, the fact that whatever I said, yeah, the fact that whatever I said made people think that. I was like, damn, I must have been mad emotional, dog. Like, like I, I don't have a heart to listen to it, so I don't know. But yeah, like with me, like right now, with a, I would say, a pretty, pretty sober mind, I could still say that that was a scenario in which, um, I would be as close to crying as I could be. Like, cause like I said, that that was a, I'm not gonna go into it again. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> excuse me that was pretty dope um i would say uh, i've met i the only person that i really wanted to meet um was either you know michael jackson of course like stevie wonder uh and probably Pac, probably tupac out of you know probably one of those three um but i have met some athletes and some actors and actresses um, you know, living in LA, like you're literally just randomly bumping into some of them. Um, I played basketball with like Chris Brown and uh, David Banner in the 24 hour fitness, regular ass nigga. I, well, I, that was a while ago. That was before this nigga dyed his hair and started smoking and shit like that. And <laughs> that nigga, David Banner is an asshole on the court. I like, I'd rather play against him than to play on his team. But the one cat that I was starstruck by, um, I've met Kobe before, and oh, for some odd reason, I did not get an autograph. I just shook his hand, and that was it. He said a couple of words to me, and that was it. But last year in December, um, I had went to uh, see – I took my son and a couple of my friends. We went to the T-Mobile Arena in Vegas, and we went to go see uh, UCLA versus uh, Ohio State and Kentucky versus North Carolina. So. Three big schools, Ohio State is trash. Three big schools playing, you know what I'm saying, a lot of star power, a lot of future NBA players. We bought tickets. It was in a nose, nosebleed area. And then, you know, we made a phone call, and then we got placed in a lower level, a real low level, and I think it was in an area that we weren't supposed to be in. And the reason why I say that, because this cat that walked past us, when I say I was starstruck, and it's, you would think it would be someone like a movie star or something like that, but... <coughs> Uh, we, I took a picture with Sean Porter, uh, a boxer, and then, um, you know, I seen a lot of North Carolina, former North Carolina players, uh, a lot of former Kentucky players and stuff like that. But Mitch Kupchak, what? A Los Angeles Lakers stood right in front of me. Are you kidding me? When I say I could not open my mouth to get a picture. Are you serious? And we like stalked that nigga the whole, like the rest of the damn game because we knew he was there scouting and stuff like Mitch that. Cups, this nigga is all of like 16, right? And don't get me wrong, like I said, being from LA, you're randomly bumping into like athletes and, and stars and shit like that. But I don't know, for some reason, that, that shit felt weird looking at Mitch Kupchak out of all people. That you know is what weird. I'm saying? The, the cat that's helping 
run the, the franchise was standing right in front of me. My son is looking at me like, who the fuck is this tall-ass white nigga? Or whatever. But, you know, me and my fellas, we knew who he was. And he was sitting on the other side of the... It was like a sports bar. It was like a sports bar was inside the, the arena. And he was up there. And, and so we walked over there, but he was with, like... It looked like some other rich, uh, filthy rich white people. And so he was kind of like... For some reason, I was like, if I go over there, he going to shut me down. Like, I was that nervous. And then when I finally built it, I was going to use my son. You know how you throw the kid up in there, like, the I was going to send yeah. the kid over there with a smooth line, like, hey, can I take yeah. a picture? <laughs> uh, but um, before I can uh, build up my courage, the nigga was gone. He was gone. The nigga was like a unicorn. That nigga's tall as shit. Uh, but then, you know, the Sean Porter came through. Savage move of the year. We was with these Kentucky uh, fans, drunk, white boys. I told you, white boy, white boy wasted is the best thing ever. We was with them, chilling with them the whole game. They buying these drinks. Sean yep. Porter walks by. We all take a picture. This nigga, this white boy, out of his mind, takes a picture with Sean Porter's girlfriend. <laughs> like a selfie. <laughs> Savage move of the year. And he didn't know who Sean Porter was, so you better get familiar because he probably would have knocked your ass out. But... Like I said, I understand that feeling that you had. I just didn't know why I had that feeling with Mitch Kupchak. Maybe I don't know because either. the nigga was there through the, you know, the, the championship moments with my team and things like that. Um, but yeah, that shit was crazy. So I understand the feeling. I wasn't about to cry over no Mitch Kupchak though. <laughs> Maybe I I will honestly say this. If I met Mike, uh, you know, MJ, Michael Jackson. Or, nah, I'm not crying in front of Pac, but if I met Michael Jackson, <laughs> I probably would. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not going to pass out like them Asians do. I, not like what? the Bruce Lee's do. Asians? <laughs> All right, though. That was, hey, that was, a, that, was a, that was a good show. That was a good show. And we got to get the food thing do, uh, going, though. I've been, I've been <laughs> talking about it on a lot of plates. Some of them plates was mine. Some of them, were, some of them not. It's just that. Uh, hey, when y'all come out here, I promise y'all, man, I'm gonna feed y'all niggas. Y'all gonna spend <laughs> your own money, but y'all go, y'all gonna eat good. Some of these are like real hood spots. Some of these not even spots. This is just some niggas is just set up locations and just start cooking. So I'm tagging y'all in this, not to tease y'all, but I'm just letting y'all know when y'all do come out here, this is what y'all gonna be. Eating. You know what I'm saying? So all I'm doing is just sharing. I got my, I got my solid ten ready. My top five is cold, but my ten is solid. So. Whenever y'all, you know, get with Sean and, and Chaffee and let's get this thing rolling. Yeah, no, I, I, I man, I really want to do that shit, dog. I feel like that would be so yeah, fucking dope. Yeah, we've been talking dope. about for a while. I just definitely get <laughs> together because I think we we could all share some dope ass uh, food spots. So, like, I like the idea of doing like a food podcast, but at the same time, that's gonna pale in comparison comparison if we actually go out there. Like, I would love to go out there and hit like L.A food trucks or like random hood spots like because i mean we from detroit we're not gonna we're not gonna be shy about going to a hood spot i don't give a fuck i'm ready like uh, yeah like so that, like it's all good i would love to i would love to do that shit man i can't i can't figure out when i might be going out there again but like, i have no I, no plans of being in cali but i want i need but to i make, got people out i want to so make I, plans i can make it happen but yeah i, I don't i don't know when i when i when i can make that happen but I prefer to go out there. Yeah, me too. I prefer to just be there. Shit. But yeah, what are you saying about Mitch Kupchak? Why would that? 
I don't know. That's a weird thing. That's a weird person to be starstruck by. I mean, maybe just because he's just the head of such a, a dope, fr- you know, in, in, you know, top people in such a dope franchise. It's just. I guess I can't relate because I'm not a Lakers guy. Because like, to put in perspective, like I guess to make it more relatable, like I was starstruck when I met George Blaha, and everybody else might too. be like, yeah, everybody, somebody who's not from here might be like, well, first they'd be like, who is that? <laughs> but secondly, it'd be like. Why would you be starstruck by the fucking play-by-play announcer? But it's like George Blaha has been like, like I can't remember a I can't remember non-George Blaha. He's right. been doing actually, I think it just happened. I was about to say it's about to happen, but I think it just recently happened. They celebrated his 40th anniversary with the Pistons. Like so, my whole. My whole life, George Blaha has been the voice of the Pistons. So it's like he's like he's like a team member. Like he's it's I he get, is the Pistons, I, he, I, and he's Michigan State. I give you one even 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 <coughs> a lesser person to most people, but I was starstruck. Star excuse me. I was when I went to the auto show. Man, I fucking walked past fucking Guy Gordon, <laughs> and I was just like, oh shit, that guy. And I said to my wife like. I want to get a picture, but he seemed like he just—he wasn't like working or anything. He was just there with with his family and shit. It was like some uncles and you know brothers or whatever the people he was with. So I wanted to get him to catch a picture so bad because you know for people who are local, Guy Gordon's been on TV for all my fucking life and shit. On a, I think it's Channel Seven. I think Guy Gordon's Channel Seven. I think so. Yeah. But it was funny, so we was with my uh, wife's coworker and her boyfriend, and I was like, and I came back to him like, man, I just saw a guy going on. He's like, oh, I man, I knew him, man. You could have just went and took a picture. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. But yeah, so and my I, wife had to make the meeting between me and George Blaha. Oh, I was like, real? I can't. I was like, I don't know what to say. Like it's George Blaha. Like, <laughs> can you can you do something? Like I don't know. He's right there. Can you like can you say something? <laughs> what she do? <laughs> she like went to him, like, hey, uh, my husband's a big fan. <laughs> like, 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 and the the crazy thing about it too is that the picture that I have with George Blaha is probably one of the best pictures I've ever taken. Like, I have like, like a lot of pictures I take now. I'm like, oh, you look gross. But like, I was like looking like great in that picture. Like, it was a phenomenal fucking picture. Like, I would use that as like a Facebook profile picture. Yeah, like, I, that's I, just, I, like, I'm that's so leery with walking up the stars, man. Like when I was in Chicago. And in, in, in January, I was sitting right in front of uh, Antoine Walker, but he didn't seem like he wanted to be like talked to. And you took the most raggedy fucking. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga took a selfie <laughs> with Antoine Walker, like fading in the background. Like, hey, look, like, it was there's a, Antoine Walker. It was a straight sneak just to show that he was there. It wasn't yeah. like a. I wouldn't even like counted a real self. It was just like, okay, there you go, right there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, with George Baha, dog, I was like. Not equally as starstruck as I was with Isaiah, but I was highly starstruck. And I could see that though. Like, I, it, like, I think I would as well. I mean, I, I think I'd feel feel the way you would feel. The Pistons. I couldn't even you, talk to him, dog. I was like, I was stuttering and shit. Like, I couldn't even really talk to him. Like, I was like, uh, can, can, can I take a picture? Like, I was like totally fucking blown away. Like, and as blown away as I was, it was like one eightieth as blown away as I was by being in front of Isaiah Thomas. But man, that shit, yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. So it's like part of me is like, why would you be awed by Mitch Kupchak? But at the same time, 
I can kind of get it if I relate it to George Blaha. So, I mean, yeah, I, I can see it. But yeah, that was that was crazy, man. Like that's going to be that was a moment where walking away from it, I was like that was one of the rare moments where I think about my father like, man, my dad would be so hype if he had seen that shit. Right. Yeah, that's dope as hell, though. So that that yeah, that was great. But um <clears throat> I really want to do the food thing, man. I, I would like to go out there, but I got people out there, but I have no idea how I can justify plane tickets just to go just for shits and giggles but um let's uh cue up his uh other voicemail that he sent on monday what up dogs btg hey so i'm call. i'm checking in on you niggas have you niggas been working out nope probably not nope well look i got a new diet i got a new diet plan for y'all I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know if y'all niggas gonna do it. Y'all might shoot it down, but I'm gonna shoot it anyway. Let's see. Because if a nigga, hey, hey, if a nigga don't tell you, then it's my fault. You know right. what I'm saying? So, here we go. And I know I'll be posting up a lot of food and tempting y'all. Fuck it, what you gonna do about it? Um, so, this is the thing. This is what me and my wife doing for a month, for a month straight, starting tomorrow, which is Tuesday. I don't know the date. I don't care either. Um... It'll actually be the 21st. Anyhow, so what we're going to do is do all fluids. No soda, though. But I'm going to do, you know, drink some naked. Pause. (laughs) Um, Some tea. I like like chilled tea. And um, water, of course. And then you get one big meal. You get one big meal a day. So if you want to rotate it, have a big breakfast or have a big lunch or have a big dinner... You pick one, but you fluids and oh, fluids and fruit throughout the day. That's it for a whole month. Uh, of course, you got to work out in between and shit like that. But like I said, I, it depends on what y'all want to do, man. Um, you know, what, what y'all looking for? Weight loss? If y'all trying to sculpture y'all bodies and shit like that. But I'm trying to keep niggas alive, man. Niggas are having heart attacks in their 30s. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, it ain't no challenge or anything like that. It's just me and my wife doing it. It's part of the challenge that we're doing, but, you know, not, you know, it just doesn't have to be a challenge between anybody. So if y'all want to, if y'all want to try that, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and, uh, go ahead and get disciplined, y'all. All right. Um, I've kind of done that before. Um, like juicing. And yeah, I did. A, I did juicing before. Yeah, that I, and I did just exactly what he said. Like the, the the juicing thing was like meant to be like where that's kind of like exclusively what you consume. And I did exactly what he said. Like I would juice, but then I would have like one meal, and that shit was hard, dude. Like, cause like there's no way you can feel satisfied on that shit. So I would spend all day hungry as fuck, and you can't. You can't live like that, cause then when you get that meal, you're gonna fucking gorge. So like, that's tough. That's a tough one to do. Like that's that's almost kind of like um, like crash dieting and shit. Like you're gonna like do that, and then when the month is over, you're gonna go back to eating regular and put all the weight back on. Like so that's that's. I mean, because a lot of it has to be just lifestyle changes. You just changing. You know, you're mm-hmm. not you know doing the fuck shit that you were doing before. And I guess that's my biggest thing is just being a fat ass and being and liking the shit I like. Uh, so that's that's a big issue for me. It's 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 very um, it's very cyclical. Like you can once you get into working out, 
you're going to automatically eat better because you don't want to fuck up your workout. Right. And then once you start, also when you start working out, you're going to want to consistently work out because you don't want to cancel out any kind of progress you had before. Like when I was heavy into it, it was like I was working out every day or not, not necessarily every day, but four or five times a week. And if I missed, I, I feel like I couldn't miss one because if I did, I feel like I'd get fat again instantly, not fucking working out that one day. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's a cycle. And the, the, uh, the, the motivation that you get from working out helps you get through everything. Like it makes everything better. So it's like, for me, I just need to get, get the ball rolling so that the cycle can be consistent. And, Crash diets don't work because when you come out of like when you come out of it, you start eating regular or even while you're still in it, you'll overeat when you have those meals. So it's got to be like. You don't got to cut it crazy to where it's like, oh, now I'm taking in a thousand calories a day and working out and shit like that because you're going to fuck yourself. But you can have like a respectable amount of calories. Like what I always tell people, like when I was working out heavy and in good shape, I was like. The shit is like 70% exercise, 30% diet. I'm sorry, you got it backwards. 70% diet, 30% exercise. Mm-hmm. And when you get that shit working in concert with each other, that's when you at your best. And you you once you get into it, you almost automatically are going to stick with it because you don't want to lose any progress you had. But for me, I just I'm having so much trouble getting the ball rolling cuz I'm I'm just too tired all the time. So I I got to figure out something. But I also think that if I get it going, I'll automatically have more energy and I'll be able to I'll be better able to do it once I get the ball rolling. The problem is getting it rolling. So uh yeah, that that juice and shit was it wasn't good for me. It, it, I spent all day hungry cuz it's like if you make if you juice some yeah. shit and you juice like a smooth 32 ounce joint, right? And you like this is going to be it for the day and then I'm going to have a meal. That shit ain't going to last you to your fucking meal. You're going to be hungry as fuck. When that meal come and that meal come, you're going to fucking overeat and shit. See, my thing is, you know, even just just doing like, uh, you know, decent portion, uh, small, smaller portions and stuff is having decent snacks and stuff like that's the key. Lately, I've been, you know, I've been doing OK with that. You know, I've been taking uh, taking fruit to work and stuff like that. So I have like an apple or an orange or banana and stuff. But I, I, the key for I, I, one of the keys is uh, preparation. Mm-hmm. Because when I don't prepare, I'm end up just eating any because I'm hungry. So I feel like I gotta eat something. So then I'm eating some bullshit right. or drinking a pop or something. I'll be fading at work. Like man, I need something to stay up. So I go grab a pop. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I just need to just find better snacks, man. And just and, and it's a lot. It's a lot of different keys to it. But pre- preparation, just have a discipline. And like man, I don't have to have this pop. But shit, man. That pop, that cherry coat be the difference sometimes. Me staying awake and falling asleep <laughs> at yeah. work. So I don't know, man. It's just a constant struggle. I'm so I'm almost embarrassed to go on my physical because last year I was supposed to lose some weight when I went to my last physical. And I didn't. I think I didn't gain what I was supposed to lose. Right. Fucking retarded, dude. I'm be just I'm be sitting there like a a sad puppy looking mm-hmm. at, looking at my fucking uh doctor and shit. So I don't know, man. Um, shit, I had a question. I lost it just that fast. Um, oh, no, my question was going to be, do, do we have any other mixers? Um, other than, I got some vitamin water if you want. Um. I 
That's other than that. Yeah, I fuck with it. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers. Uh, <laughs> pass me the liquor and the vitamin water. Don't throw the liquor. Yeah, I, I, was, <laughs> I was not. I have surprisingly good hands, but would it? Yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, I had no confidence in my ability to catch the liquor for you to throw. Yeah. But um, so um, I kind of wanted to cycle back to the NBA shit. Um, as far as that goes, why do so many NBA players think the Earth is flat? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, why is that a thing now? I don't know. That, but, like uh, that people are discussing, and it's. But, Hold that thought. I think I'm going to go grab me another cigar. Um, so you can keep talking or you can just pause. I'm going to pause it because I got to pee. So. Okay, that works um, out. And I don't care if y'all criticize me for saying I got to pee and then pausing it because it you don't do a podcast. So you can suck my dick. Like, I don't <laughs> care. So I'm going to pause it and you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, so we're back from our, our break. I actually, I actually never actually paused it. <laughs> I came back and it was like we're just still going, <laughs> like like five minutes of like no sound. You definitely would have hated us if we posted that shit and just a whole bunch of nothing going on for like five minutes. Right, but um, so uh, we were talking about um, <laughs> so earlier before we started recording, our friend Kellen came by. He's been on a he's been on a podcast before, and um, over the weekend. So he has a friend who, I guess, grows what's called the Carolina Reaper, which, according to, I looked it up on Wikipedia, uh, the 2013 Guinness Book of World Records stated this was the hottest pepper known to man. And he ate half of one and recorded a video of him eating it and sent it to us and shit. And I don't particularly recall what I said, but... I'm sure I said something to the effect of, I can eat that. Stop being a bitch. And so it was, it was something like, man, don't be a pussy ass nigga. That shit ain't hot. <laughs> yeah. Something, something <laughs> to that effect. And he came through before we started recording and he brought one. And, um, so I ate half of one before we started recording. And, um, yeah, it, it, it was no hole. Like I wasn't like taking out the game completely, but it was, it was. I think it was hotter than you you thought it would be because you really had that. Well, oh, it's it, not gonna be like that. Well, it was less hot than I thought it would be because. Oh, okay. If it's, if it's called the hottest pepper in the world, I'm expecting to possibly be just be like out the game for like a smooth half hour. Like I need to get my life together and shit. I'm expecting to be sweating and just out of it. And that shit was a strong burn, but. I mean, I, I handled it. I I ate half of one just like he did when he recorded his video. And he came over and he ate a whole one, but it was a different one. He said, like, there's a red one and a green one. And he said the red one is supposedly the the lesser of the two, but still insanely fucking hot. And he ate a whole red one, and then I ate half of a green one. And, man, that shit... I was sitting there eating, and I'm like, why are my teeth burning right now? Like, how does that work? Dude, how do you have feelings in your teeth? First off, when Kellen posted... Not my gums of nerve endings, like my actual teeth. I was like, why are my teeth burning? When Kellen posted in our group chat about the... And I'm like, dude, that's no fucking fun. I'm not eating shit that I might have to, like, sit down and, like, be still and and quiet for it to go down. Like, fuck that. It so, wasn't that bad. Like, I mean, it was hot, but it was it was manageable. I could see myself using half of one for like a for like a meal or something like that. Using it, putting it, like you know, 
grinding it up and putting in some sauce or something like that. I can see it. It wasn't that bad. It was manageable. I mean, I like a little. I like a. I like a little spice. Not no fucking Carolina Reaper spice, but you know, I I, I dig a little red hot. You know, I think you'd be all right. Like if you like, it's a whole different ball game to just take a bite out that bitch and just eat it. Like that's a whole like different a ball game. Apple and shit. Yeah, and just fucking uh, dicing that bitch up and putting in some sauce. Grind, well, blended it up and putting in some sauce, not dicing it. Yeah, blending up, putting some sauce. That probably give your sauce a solid ass kick, and you good to go. Like it wasn't that bad. I mean, well, no, I might say it wasn't that bad. It was pretty bad, but it was it was manageable. I lived through it. I didn't sweat. I didn't feel like too much. Like it was something I can't handle. I, you know, I I drank my little Gatorade while I was eat while you know after I ate it, and it 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 lasted for maybe like what maybe how long was i saying i was kicked like it wasn't even 10 minutes maybe like five minutes like it wasn't that long where i was before i was like all right i'm cool so i mean it was it was manageable i mean i'm undoubtedly gonna pay for it tomorrow tomorrow though like i know it's gonna be a problem yeah, that first visit to bathroom gonna be like fire mm-hmm. they gonna be holding the walls and shit mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's probably gonna be a problem tomorrow but as of right now i'm fine but I thought that I, 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 I'm just putting that as a notch in my belt that I ate what is what the Guinness Book of World Records calls the hottest pepper uh, known to man. So and I ate one. So another notch on the belt. I might I might not be so proud of that tomorrow. Look, dude, but last at the time, time I tried something was when that uh, the hottest flavor was that Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. And that shit had my lips so hot that I couldn't eat nothing else because my lips were sore to the touch and I said I'm done I'm not I'm that not. shit is no hoe and what flavor was that blazing the blazing yeah, yeah. never a fucking game I bought a bottle of it are you serious yeah I bought a bottle of it and that shit stayed in my fridge for a smooth couple of years I used it sparingly like I would put it in sauce or I would use like a like maybe like have some chicken tenders and like put like a dab of it on there and then like spread it across the whole chicken tender and it was still it was it was still a, a force to be <laughs> reckoned with but that shit was no hole when i had when i had the sauce at buffalo wild wings i ate it and uh, i went to like wipe my eye and some of that shit got on my eye Ooh. man I was in the bathroom for like 10 minutes, just like throwing water on my face, like trying to get my life together. And I was like, and I didn't like the fact that it undermined my ability to handle the sauce. Cause I'm like, I have a very high tolerance for that kind of shit. So I'm sitting there talking shit like, Hey, I can handle it. I'll be fine. And I'm eating it like, yeah, it's hot, but I can handle it. I can handle it. And then I fucking wiped my eye and it was like, okay, well now I look like a fucking pussy. Like I'm like fucking water is pouring out my eyes i'm in the bathroom for 10 minutes like trying to do shit and i'm like is it wasn't because i couldn't handle it it was because i got it in my fucking eye but yeah i mean carolina reaper man it's no ho i got the other half over here and i'm yeah when you doing it i actually might keep it i was thinking about tossing it but i'm like i might actually keep it keep it and use it for use it for something like i said like you know, uh, blend it up and put it in a sauce or something like that. We'll see. Yeah. So, uh, the last topic we're going to end on is that uh, 
I was uh we were talking about topics and stuff before the podcast and I was asking Mike how he had uh had seen the video of the uh the Hurt Bay. I guess they was hashtag Hurt Bay. Mm-hmm. But it was uh so someone had the great some great idea and I used that very uh <laughs> great in quotes. <laughs> right. Super air quotes. Uh <laughs> super idea of bringing two X's together really close face to face to talk about why things went south. First of all, I think that's a shitty fucking idea. <laughs> um, if I break up with an ex for some crazy ass reason, best believe I'm not going to feel myself face to face with them explaining why I hurt them or they hurt me. It's not happening. So yeah, kudos to the asshole who really had the idea for that and for them to actually do it. Dumbest shit ever. So they uh they start off and um uh, what did you say why'd you do it? Is, is that was that the No, what did you do? What did you do? Yeah. So he goes into this whole thing of what he did, of all the stuff he did. But I never paid attention to this one part until you mentioned it today, Mike. It's like he start she starts off as like, What did you do? And then she tells a story about how she walks into his room and he has another chick in there and he tells her to get out. <laughs> like, but you knew what he did. <laughs> so it was like, I almost thought that at first I'm thinking that she's finding out a lot of this shit for the first time. It's like, well, why did things go south? No, you walked into his fucking room. So you knew he was an ain't shit motherfucker, but yet whatever. Like, I don't fought. I don't fought. No, I don't want to play no victim blaming. Like, you know, you stood around and, and stayed around for this shit, but Chances are, if he had the audacity to tell you to leave his room when he fucking another chick, <laughs> things ain't going well. And he should probably leave and go far, far away. Like, what the fuck, dude? He probably apologizing to his side bitch. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't know my I'm girl was so sorry my girl in. came in here. <laughs> like, she ruled as hell. She could really want. I door. really was trying to get you that nut, but she came in. My girl came in and kind of fucked it up. So let me let me work on this. Let me get the dick back up and Damn, keep going. I, I, sent, ass, I sent her to her room. Rude ass girlfriend. How dare she come in my fucking she can go, room? She can go in her room and watch this. This is us. And then after you know we can finish. I can finish knocking that pussy. Yeah, it's out. like you. Know, it's not like you. You know. You know he's ain't shit. I don't know, but it's like you know you you. you you know, I say shit like that, and people may say that, you know, well, why are you, you know, blaming her for, you know, not leaving him? Motherfucker, you see, the writing is on the wall. It's in the room. The chick was there. <laughs> the writing says, <laughs> right. I'm getting this other pussy. He told can you, you to leave. Me, can you give me a break, please? He told you to leave. That that was amazing to me that he told you to leave. Like, it wasn't like, I walked in, and then, like, wasn't like I'm, I caught him and then it was I'm like, caught. oh shit, like oh let, let's oh shit, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> like no, she it, walked in, and was like, hey, can you uh can you leave? Can you go make a sandwich right quick? Cause I'm I'm busy trying to dig into some pussy. I'm gonna need you to take five. Like I'm busy. Can you get us some <laughs> water? Right. <laughs> We're parched in here from fucking why why before you got here. I'm down to my last condom. Can you please uh run to the store right quick? Yeah, so that was just idiot. And then, like, like you know, and then another part you had noticed too is like, at the end, he's like, you know, I just want to see you grow into the woman that you know <laughs> you're supposed to be. And like, then you don't turn from this whole ass uh fucking boyfriend to a fucking big brother now. Like, nah, dog, you don't get to say shit like that. You like, just need like- to be quiet and go on your way, dog. I'm so she's, glad to see you grow into the woman I thought you to be like. She's already battered. Despite the fact that I fucked another girl in front of you, I'm glad that you 
you grew up to be somebody. She's already battered and bruised and emotionally distraught, and she's probably gonna. It's probably gonna take her the longest to build trust again to be with another dude because your suck ass out here being a suck ass nigga. Ah oh, man, there was another story that I didn't read up on it, um, but there was another story about some chick that got flew out, and I don't know if she got stuck at the airport with no money or some shit like that. But what was funny and ironic is that that chick. So you seen a picture of the chick that was sitting down? She had like like the brush baby hair and shit on, you know, her hair. Like you know how chicks had like baby hair. I know like you're talking about, but I don't know if I know this story. No, no, no. I'm talking about the chick that would just sit in that the Hurt Bay chick. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chick that got stuck at the airport had that same, like, hairdo thing. I'm like, is it a coincidence with chicks that brush their baby hair down with, like, toothbrushes <laughs> are, like, vulnerable to being <laughs> fucked over or something? <laughs> <laughs> vulnerable to getting fucked over. <laughs> like, if you if you take out your, your old toothbrush to brush your hair down, a nigga gonna fuck you over. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's a thing? Like, <laughs> what are like if you use a toothbrush your old baby hair, that means you're susceptible <laughs> what, to get cheated the, on. What's the stats on that, dude? I need to see some paperwork <laughs> on might this be, shit. That might be an amazing stat. Like, 90% of women who brush their baby hair and get cheated on. Like, what if that's a thing? <laughs> well, we, crazy. well, we're two for two for fucking uh, Twitter stories. So, I, for right now, we're 100% sure if you brush your baby hair now with a toothbrush <laughs> with some brown gel, chances are you'll get fucked over. If you do that and you haven't been cheated on, <laughs> you haven't been cheated shout out on. to us at whatupthopodcast.gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> Let us know how you managed to prosper <laughs> despite all odds. Oh god. <laughs> Chili Chili from TLC did that. She got cheated on, so <laughs> she <know>. sure did. <laughs> Everybody gets cheated. Let us know if you managed to prosper the despite with their that. baby here now. <laughs> so <laughs> what if oh, we've solved cheating? <laughs> word to the wise. Don't brush your baby hair down and you get cheated on. <laughs> word to the wise women. Grow up and get a fucking real woman hairdo or you're gonna get cheated on. Hard. <laughs> Throw out all your toothbrushes. <laughs> if you wanna keep a man. <laughs> Oh Stay man, free. <laughs> that is terrible, dog. I would love to see the numbers on that. <sighs> Put that on Fox News, man. <laughs> Speaking of Fox News, we only got an hour and twenty minutes in, and we ain't talked about the, all the shit our raggedy ass president has done. <laughs> like, man, this dude need, is out of control. <laughs> we don't need to be that angry to end this in this podcast. <laughs> I'm not even like, I'm not even. It's like anger kind of comes off. It's kind of like born out of like a a shock, right? Like, oh man, man, I can't believe this happened. It's like I get CNN alerts on my phone daily about fuck shit that happens out of this administration, and it's like it's to the point where it's like I almost kind of str- shrug it off. Like, just another day in the office, <laughs> like <laughs> another day where he, where the president's trying to get transgenders out the paint, another day where the president's trying to get immigrants out the paint, another day. Where the president's trying to get gay people about it here. Like, like every day is some crazy shit. Like, Trump decides that he's going <laughs> to ban all rights for transgenders. Like, like what? How is it the norm now? <laughs> so, every day the president does something that's ridiculous. So did you see that uh, Caitlyn Jenner posted a video about her being upset with, with Trump and his latest with transgenders? No. And she fucking voted for... No. Yes. No. Yes. Caitlyn Jenner voted for Trump. Yeah. <sighs> she did a video um, today. What is how do you spell Kate? 
Caitlin. C A I T L Y N. C A I T A I T L Y N. Yeah. She did some video today about. Uh, okay, hold on. I'm gonna play it since I just found it. I can't believe that I voted for a guy who said he hated everything that's not a straight white man, and now he's behaving like somebody who hates straight white men or anybody other than straight white men. All right, let's see if it'll play loud. I have a message for the trans kids of America. You're winning. I know it doesn't feel like it today or every day, but you're winning. Very soon, we will win full freedom nationwide, and it's going to be with bipartisan support. You can help by checking out the National Center for Transgender Equality and letting Washington hear you loud and clear. Now I have a message for the bullies. You're sick. And because you're weak, you pick on kids, you pick on women or anyone else you think is vulnerable. Apparently, even becoming the attorney general isn't enough to cure some people of their insecurities. As proof, the Supreme Court will soon hear a very important Title IX case, thanks to the courage of a very brave young man, Gavin Grimm. Mr. President, we'll see you in court. Finally, I have a message for President Trump from, well, one Republican to another. This is a disaster, and you can still fix it. You made a promise to protect the LGBTQ community. He did? Call me. I didn't hear that. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, one. <laughs> first, first. When was that promise? One. <laughs> I don't remember that. One. I missed the Trump protecting uh, the LGBT community. I missed that. Dude, I... I always had I have random thoughts about the whole presidency and so forth and and as much as you know that most people they want to get they want Trump to be in peace all this stuff I really want Republicans to have the worst fucking four years of their fucking life mm-hmm. Republicans and non Republicans that voted for him anyway because I feel like if Trump does things to change the bad that he's done he's gonna be looked at as somewhat of a good fucking president. I really want these four years to be fucking hell. If I got to go through hell, fuck it. But they got to go through hell, too. And I think for them to have voted for him and t- shit go totally fucked up, I feel like that's going to be the the one of the best revenge pieces ever. That every they- time every time I see a tweet or a, uh, a, a Instagram video or a Facebook post of a... A Trump voter who is upset with something that he's done, I level up. Dude. I like I eat a mushroom like the fuck like Super Mario and get bigger. Like that shit empowers me. Like I, I derive an insane amount of satisfaction from people who are mad that they voted for him and that he's now doing the things that he said he would do. And they're like, oh my God. How can you do this? I can't believe you would make uh, executive orders against transgender people. Like, dog, like, did you not listen? Somebody, like, I see the tweet. Somebody said, Kate and Jitter just realized she's no longer a privileged white man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's crazy, too. Like, listening to that, I, I, I realized that I've never heard, I've never heard, it's, it, I almost, I, I'm having trouble getting the words out of my mouth. To say I've never heard Caitlyn Jenner talk because I heard Bruce Jenner. Like yeah. so, it's yeah. like I like I, I never realized that then, look there's at, still a man voice there. Yeah, <laughs> like a weird and, man, not even just a regular man <laughs> voice, a weird man voice. Yeah, and like then, a child molester man voice. Looking at Caitlyn Jenner, it just 
every time I see that person, I just see it as a a man dressed up as a woman. Like he just and I try to give like the proper amount of respect due yeah, to somebody who has who has made that move. And to sit here and listen to that manly ass voice complain about Trump, like I can't believe you're doing this. And I was like, okay, how can I really respect anything that you've done? Like at this point, like I mean, I kind of want to just go back to calling because, you Bruce Jenner and, now cause because I, I can't. I, really I have little you. to no respect anyway for anybody, man, woman, changed or not, that voted for Trump. Just to know that Trump is a person that goes against everything you've done. <laughs> And you still voted for him, and now you're pissed? <laughs> Fuck you! Like, nah, man. You just you don't get no sympathy, man. You know, I like you say. You know, you want to have respect for people who you know made choices of such and so forth. But that's where it stops. You still got to make decent fucking decisions. If you make the fucking decision to vote for somebody like that, you deserve everything that comes with it because that person is not for your interest at all, at fucking all. <laughs> And oh my god, man! I can't feel bad for you. Mm. And I like I like I said. Aside from that, like I I I derive a great amount of satisfaction from shit like that. Like that is thoroughly satisfying to me. I love hearing people complain about that shit. Like oh my god, I voted for you, and now you're ending my health care. Like because <laughs> you didn't know that the Affordable Health Care Act and Obamacare was the same thing. Oh my god, my health care is gone. Like. Oh man, I can't feel sorry for you because you're a fucking idiot. The GOP <laughs> is going to struggle to try to rebrand Obamacare and not have Obamacare name on it, but be the same shit. Because I don't think they really have an idea of anything that's going to work better. They don't. And I mean, hey, I'm going to sit here with my health care that I have that's perfectly safe and sound. Yep. And I'm going to sit here back and laugh at all the Trump supporters who are now going to die from cancer because they voted for a piece of shit because they wanted to get minorities out the paint. Like, well, if you hadn't voted based on hate, then maybe you'd still be alive. So now we can put that on your tombstone that you voted for somebody who is based on hate and he took away your health care. Now you died of cancer because you're a piece of shit. And now the world is right because you're gone and it's better off without you because you didn't know what the fuck you were doing and you made all your choices based on on hate and discrimination and now you're gone and dead and now we're better off so i don't give a fuck you can eat all the dead dicks that you're buried with fuck you so yeah. I, I don't care at all yeah i, 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 I derive really, so much satisfaction i hate the fact that a a, a fail 4 years is really going to be shitty for all of us but i really take take joy in knowing that people who really voted for Trump is really going to catch it. Some people are really going to catch it really bad. And that's probably the joy I, I get out of it. Like he, he's done so much fuck shit in the first month that, you know, there's no way in hell he would get another try at this shit in four years. So, you know, I, I'm just, I just can't, I, I just want to fast forward four years. Fast forward, get his whole ass. I just hope he's just fucked up totally after this, where he can't really do much else. I really don't want to see him get impeached, though. I want to see him run his fucking life down, like to the to the bare minimum in the next four years. Man, and I got a lot of—I'm not gonna say a lot, but I got some shade for kind of saying like a Trump presidency might be what this country needs 
because there's so many people who have no fucking clue. You know what? And they're out here voting. You said that probably about, about two months ago or some shit like that. Way longer than that. Well, like, I mean, I, on the like, podcast. I mean, uh, maybe, but like, I mean, I, I, it was a long time ago. I was like, you know, this might be what this country needs because, like, this, like, like all these people are voting based on all kinds of like, um, hidden ass hatred and shit like that. And now, if he gets elected. We're gonna be in a position where we gotta deal with a a horrible regime for four years, and people who voted for him are gonna suffer. And I'm like, that might be what this country needs. It's like almost like a reset. And I I feel like that's what's happening. This is exactly what's I mean, happening. I, I I mean, granted, you know, when you when you first said it some months ago, at least when I, the first time I could recall, I was really like, I don't I don't and I and I and I, I'm pretty sure I disagree at the time because I felt like. I know Axel disagreed because uh, Axel was like, uh, yeah, Hillary, Hillary, Hillary. And I'm like, you know, Hillary's a pretty shitty candidate, too. But, like, I almost feel like there, I, 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 I know for a fact I said on the podcast that there's almost a part of me that wants Trump to win because I know that it's going to be such a shit show that people are going to change their stance. Like, like, what did we do? And that's and we're a month in and people are already like, what did we do? And I'm like, well, hey, they're like, don't be such a months early. Like <laughs> in the first fucking year, right. they're like, what the fuck is going on? How can he fuck up so much shit so fast? And someone I seen someone tweet that they, I'm pro anti nigger, but I'm <laughs> but uh, so I'm going to vote for him. And then they realize that. What it really boils down to is that when you are um, against, like, I think in in their mindset, they think that minorities are bringing down the country, right? And they feel like with him and his Make America Great Again stance, that he's going to make America great again for white people. And they don't realize that it basically, if you're like a poor white person or like a destitute white person you basically the same as a nigga you like a just a white nigga and like so if they're if if he's getting like obamacare out the paint you thinking like oh that's all that shit that the welfare niggas be on and you don't realize that you want the same shit <laughs> now and now he's getting your health care out of there you're like oh my god what did i vote for well hey like i said if you die off hey we're better off <laughs> so i don't give a shit yeah i I, I really don't have much much remorse for those uh, for those folks at all. You voted for that ass clown. Now you're gonna reap the the, the horrible effects that, that that shit's gonna have on all of us and yourself. So whatever. I'm gonna bask in the fact that my wife has great health care coverage because she worked for one of the best healthcare coverage people in America. And I'm gonna use my shit and be happy and 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 bask in the fact that I didn't vote for that ass clown. So whatever. and then a, a a lot of people also have failed to take into account that he got into office. There was a guy who, um, let me see if I can remember, um, the scenario. Um, it was fuck. It was Jeff. It was Jeff. He said something like, um, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff, oh, yeah. Okay. Jeff Epson. He, he said something like, um, about the people who, um, are on Trump's staff. And, he was like, you know, he mentioned something about Hillary and then he said something like Trump's people, um, he still hasn't um put in 
the 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 top one percenters. And I'm like, or he says, I'm like, he lived up to a message of not supporting like the the big uh, companies and all that shit. And I'm like, man, he got these motherfuckers on his staff, dude. Like, he got into office and he appointed Goldman Sachs folks, fucking uh, Breitbart folks. He got fucking unqualified people to be uh, in high positions based upon their campaign contributions. Like, this is an entire staff and cabinet full of people who are based upon hatred and based upon uh, uh, campaign funding that have no qualifications for these roles. And I'm like, I think people didn't take that into account. They thought like, oh, Trump is talking about making America great again, and he's talking about basically getting all these non-white folks out the paint, and they didn't take into account that he was going to spread that across all of government. Like, everything is like, a complete shit show at this point. And he needs to like, it's not even like people like, let's get Trump impeached. Like getting Trump impeached ain't going to solve shit. Like we are beyond that point. Trump gets impeached. It ain't, that ain't going to change shit. Like we are fucked period. Like his whole, everything he's done has made it so that it's beyond just him. Like he's, he's like, Trump is like the face of, the entire um this entire hateful regime but he's not the like he's not the point man he's just the face of it right. you cut the face off there's still gonna be there's gonna be another face to replace him and there's gonna be a whole bunch of people who are already in senate who are already in the house and who are already in his staff who are ready to assume whatever role that they might take if he were to be impeached like we ain't getting out of this. Like this is it. it it's it. He's not. He's not making. I, I don't even. Think, he's not making these decisions. He's not in charge. Where's that bottle? What bottle? Oh, the liquor. liquor yeah, he's not. He's not in charge. He's he's at the whims of his his uh his advisors. He's apparently at the whim. <laughs> he's at the whims of Russia. <laughs> like like Trump is is. I don't want to say the least of our problems, but he's the face of our problems, but is not the problem itself. It's it it's not gonna change. He even if he got impeached, we're still fucked. Nah, nah, because I mean things are set in place. He's, you know, it's deep. It runs way deeper than just him. I mean, as fuck shit as he is, it's 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 bad. It's worse. And uh, I like I say, I want these four years to ride out with him just being, you know, just. Just exposed as the ass he is. I hope yeah. it's bad to the point like I hope it's bad, but I hope it's not bad to the point that like America gets destroyed. But like I, I hope it's bad to the point that like um I want to say that I hope well, that people I, realize, I, 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 but they're I not. hope I hope we can survive four years without being fucking bombed. Yeah, <laughs> I just hope he doesn't piss off some other country where they come for us like that. I just hope it doesn't get that bad. But I just, I just, I hope he gets bad enough that the American people realize that they fucked up, and we need to start working from the local government up to to make sure because people, the people that voted for for say Betsy DeVos, for example, are people that we voted in on a local level to the Senate. 
So it's like, these are the ass crowns y'all voted in and didn't have no fucking balls to say no to the person that had was totally not qualified for a position. I mean, but that don't say much because they voted in Trump. So, I mean, it's, it's a record of voting in. They have a, a, you know, a record of voting in people that don't, that don't know shit. So, yeah, I hope that um, things go bad enough over the course of the next year and a half that we have our midterm elections in 2018 that things can change to where we can get uh, the Senate in a place to where it can have more of an impact on decision making. But as pessimistic as I am, I am kind of hopeful that people are learning at this point. Because a lot of people are kind of like, hey, you know, I've been on this train of, of the Republicans being fuck shit for a long time and, and this administration being fuck shit and wondering if people are, are opposed to Trump just off of, of it being Trump and not, uh, looking at the big picture. And I feel like if there, if there's one positive thing that's come from this, it's the fact that I think that, the people who are not as as knowledgeable about politics or about what's going on are learning more via, uh, you know, notifications they get on their phones, CNN alerts and stories posted on Facebook. I feel like people are getting a little bit more knowledgeable. And I am hopeful that the 2018 midterms are going to be uh, are going to see a solid turnout to where that we to where we can actually get some kind of change going on at that point to where the back half of his term will not be how this front half has been and i, I actually i actually do have hope for that so i, 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 I i'm I, I all really, about i really hope so I, I really hope you know i hope it don't be on situations where it's just you know people still not understanding that they have a power to put better people in position that you know, will help us versus hurt us. So, yeah. How you liking that nut, by the way? Oh, this one's great. Which one is that? Maduro. Oh, okay. I'm loving it. This I is. This I is haven't smoked nice. any of my. Uh, it's been my a long time. At all. So. But I'm you've like, had the Maduro before. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it, it's been a long time, but I'm I'm enjoying it quite a bit. It's real nice. Um, the last thing I want to touch on before we wrap up is um, so Shake Shack opened downtown today. Yes, I heard. Um, yeah. So that's the first Shake Shack in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a, huh? it's a staple in New York, apparently. Oh, it's a staple in New York, apparently. Yeah, because I looked. I was uh when I went to their website and I was looking at locations. It, it seemed to be a, a a pretty decent number in New York. Yeah, and DJ Tim Hines commented on my Facebook, like, "What the fuck are they giving away something for free? What the fuck's <laughs> going on?" I'm like, "No, this is like the, our first one, and the grand opening was today." And um, uh, I'm interested in giving it a shot. Uh, the line actually wasn't as bad as I thought. So like I came out of my of my building at, what at work. At point of the day? Huh? At what point? Oh, at peak lunchtime. Like well, no. well, I'm saying because the person <coughs> the person that I saw a Facebook friend, she was in line and she she finally she was posting like a play by play of like oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think she was in line for like an hour and a half. Yeah. It. I would say it lended maybe like an hour wait when I went out. It was probably about. It was about 12.15 because I was going to check on my daughter and it was probably about 12.15 and I thought the line wrapped around the building. The line was like across the, it's, it's kind of hard to paint the picture, but it's a big building that 
the Shake Shack is contained within. And there was a really long line outside. And I thought it wrapped around the building. And it once I took a picture and I posted that the line was wrapped around the building. And I kept walking. And I saw that it wasn't actually wrapped around the building. It kind of like ended right at that corner. But uh, I heard that the line kind of died down as the day went on. And I'm curious to check it out. I think it might be all right tomorrow. I think I, I think I could possibly finagle an opportunity to go over there tomorrow and well, get a, it's funny check you it out. say that because I'm going to be downtown. I'm planning on being downtown Sunday. So if the line isn't bad, I'm gonna try it Sunday. I don't see why not if it's open on. Sunday. But I will say and and, and make I'm, sure it's open on Sunday. I think they are. I gotta double check. But um, the one thing I will say, and I, I'm just thinking about this just now, is that. That line was so fucking long with all the people there, and I haven't heard nothing about them running out of food, which is a fucking, fucking kudos, because I wonder how do you prepare for the unknown of how many people you're going to have? Yeah. And from what I, I haven't seen nothing about them running out of anything, so, you know, they they prepare. I, I think for something like that, you just have to overbuy. I think they knew. They've been building up for this for... A very very long time. They announced it probably like a, over a year ago that they was gonna come. So they knew. And I've seen it. I don't know if it's at this location, but I've seen they they serve beer and wine. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever go to Wahlburger? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Okay. I haven't been there yet. I heard mixed reviews. Um, I heard poor reviews. Oh, <laughs> so I'm not I'm not interested in going. Oh, I said she went twice since she worked downtown. She said it was just okay. She said it wasn't nothing. Yeah, like, nothing special. Nothing but special. the the I've heard that yeah they do have beer and wine, but it's not like. Like a bar, it's like they have like no, it was a no, handful and, of beers, and, and, and they, they're and, like, "Hey, we have a red wine and we have a white wine." Yeah, and, that, and like, that was pretty much what it was yeah. on the menu. It was like on the menu, it had one beer, mm-hmm. and then and then it was like two wines or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But and it was some Brooklyn brewery. I can I don't see them. I, I feel like if you're gonna be in Michigan, you have to have some kind of Michigan beer there. Uh, but I'm looking forward to maybe trying it out. Like I say, if if I'm down there Sunday. And the line is uh not as such like that. I'm gonna try it. So I'll look into it tomorrow. Like if 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 it's manageable at about <coughs> oh shit, if it's manageable at about at about three o'clock, I'll probably I'll probably give it a shot. So I'll see. Um, it's but yeah, like we got a apparently a New York spot. So and. DJ Tim Hines was saying that he likes it better than Five Guys, and he's like a burger purist. So I seen I mean, uh, we'll see. Child Down Detroit that made it there too. I seen their picture on Instagram. Yeah, he um, he yeah. I, I can see him staying there for. Yeah, I, I always wonder like what the fuck does that guy do for a living? Like he can't work anymore. If he was working, like he he's everywhere. Um, but yeah, anyhow, so. Uh, if you do try it, I guess if we do get a chance to try it before next week, we'll definitely I'll, get I'll get definitely end up trying it before the next podcast recording. Uh, and like I said, Sunday is my only time. So if I don't get a chance to try it Sunday, I don't know when I'm going to try it. Unless I somehow sneak downtown after work. So, um, anyway. I saw somebody say they got like a vanilla shake with a shot of bourbon or some shit. I'm like, oh, shit. No, like, no, that wasn't shake. Shake shack. That was somewhere else. Never mind. Scratch that. Wrong place. Scratch it. Yeah. Is that, is that, that was Mercury Bar. Oh, uh, Mercury bar- burgers are pretty good. I, so how I discovered it was that I was looking at a. Um, so you never been? No. Oh shit! I read a list. Well, uh, we're talking about going tomorrow, actually. Um, I read a list that listed the best burger places in each state, 
And, and Mercury for Bar us, Mercury, Mercury Bar was our place. Really? And I was like, really? So I, I put the up burgers are good though. Don't get me wrong. Um, I like the fact I I will go to any fucking place that has tater tots. So they have tater mm-hmm. tots. Um, I would suggest another place if you want for great burgers is Brome's uh, Burgers in Dearborn. Is that where we went? That did we go there? I don't think I've been there with you. Where did we go after we left? No, that was Westland. Oh, that was a uh, Braze. Okay, see, so yeah, I get yeah, my bro. B. B. Brown Burger is like, is like, that's like right by uh, um, Nyeo in that see, area. See, I went to a place that's celebrated as a, a top burger place, and I was disappointed. What it was um in Dearborn, that place on um that bar. Um, start with an M, maybe. Uh, Bait? No, you said M. Miller's. I heard they okay, but I I heard they okay. The Miller, Miller Bar. I heard it was great, and then I had a burger there, and I was like, no, funny, "What's the hype had, about?" My, my father-in-law had told me about that place. I've been that place been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, he said the burgers were good back when he was going. Ain't no, no telling I when, was, when was that. I was like, "Okay, this is mediocre as fuck." Yeah, um, Brome is pretty good. They do. I think they fuck, they do a lot of organic foods. Okay, um, but they have a fucking loaded tater tots, fucking sour cream. Uh, Shake Shack, chili. No, that, no, it was Mercury Bar. I keep thinking Shake Shack. Mercury Bar had like poutine, tater tots. I was like, I'm looking at their menu. I like, I need to I, go here I never immediately. Really seen that part, but yeah, uh, I'm about to try. Yeah, look up Mercury Bar's fucking menu, dog. I was looking at that menu. Like, there's some fire sounding burgers, and they got like, yeah, I've poutine had a few, fries, I've had poutine tater tots. They had a whole tater tot section. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, any place with tater tots, that. I'm good with. Yeah. So same here. Um, all right, but uh, anything else? I'm good. Um, all right. Well, uh, we'll uh, be back to a regular schedule uh, weekly podcast. So if you have any questions, you can uh, email us at one of the podcasts at Gmail or uh, you can hit up hit us up on Twitter um, at one of the podcasts or our individuals. Uh, Michael underscore Aaron and mine is uh, blame Otis um, until the end. Uh, see you next week. All right. Peace. peace.